First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast Time. Bienvenidos, Strasvoita, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, the Two Beers Podcast, the pod of the everyman. Tonight, we are ready to stir up the crowd. Time to get loud. I'm Jordan, here with Drew. Drew? Speak for yourself. I hate life. Let's just get this over with. Yeah, I, um... Let's just get it. Let's just get it in the books. We're doing it live. Coming at you from exhausted and pissed. I'm exhausted. How you doing, pissed? Brutal. I just, I can't. It's, it's, <sighs> it's coming from the Sixers, huh? Just not allowed to have nice things, dude. All right, let's just sing the song. You make you feel better. I don't Ten, do it. nine, eight, seven. I want to do it. These six. One, two, three, four, five, Sixers. Come on. I'd rather, come I'd on. rather give you thirty minutes of the pit stop than <laughs> than talk about those horses. Uh, all right, everybody. Welcome. If you have never listened to us before, we're usually we're usually not this bitter. Okay, it's usually usually pretty lighthearted and fun. We always aim for fun, fun. But <laughs> the basketball guys just want to rip my friggin' heart out every every year with this team. Let, let's just drink beer and ramble. That's what we're good at. Ready? Assume positions for the world famous two brew salute. Three, two, one. Hmm. So uh, this beer won me over. It is firstly, where's it from? It is. Um, come on now. The frick! It's called In the Trees Double IPA, and it's a golfer standing in a tree trying to hack his ball out of a tree, which is hilarious. Um. Oh, come on. Where the? Okay. You know what? I feel like this isn't my fault. Like, if, if I can't see the name of your brewery, like, when I'm searching for it just on the can. bad advertising on your part. Like, that's, yeah, that's just, that's on you. D- Dak Singletary? Uh, all right. That's, whoever you are, I'll, I'll, I'll get it in the link. Dak but Prescott like, made a beer? Is that what you're saying? Brewed by Arbor, Arboretum Trail Brewing Company. Arbor, Arbor. E-T-U-M, Arboretum, Brewston Road, Pittsburgh. Oh, that's like down the street from me. Holy shit. Um, cool. In the trees. Come on. But get your name bigger on the can. Come on. But yeah, the artwork definitely got me. bigger in the can. Uh, is that what you said? You're, you wish you were as big as a can? Is that what you uh, just said? Yeah. You like, you like big cans? Let's roll with that. Double IPA. It's pretty good. What do you got, Drew? I just have a Corona. I've been drinking Corona tequila for the last four hours. So, why? Oh, why change now? Uh, sure. I, I would say because it's obviously not bringing your team good luck, but whatever. Um. Uh, all right, listen. Let's change the vibe. Taylor no Serrano. Vibes. Hey, it's Cinco de Mayo tomorrow. That's a thing, right? May the Fourth be with you. That's, we're, That's it's, true. It's it was Star even, Wars it was, Day. Even had our own Star Wars Day for me. Um. So Taylor Serrano, billed as the best women's match in the history of boxing, and holy crap, did that not disappoint! 
What a pop. Oh, my gosh. From start I, to finish. Man, it was so good. Um, So, Katie Taylor wins by split decision, called by yours truly. I Like, pretty much to a T, I called that fight. Because I even yeah. was on the I was on the fence of, well, Taylor, Tay, uh, Serrano knocked Taylor out, which she almost did a couple times. Uh, not knock out, but, like, stop the fight. A- any hoodles. Um, what, what I absolutely loved about this fight and about Katie Taylor, and this is why I picked her, because, like, and it was the epitome of boxing. Like, Katie Taylor has never been taken into waters so deep. And when you... All the belts are on the line. When it's all on the line, and you're a, you're a championship level competitor, and you're hurt, you, I don't, which I don't even know if she was hurt, but like the legs were gone. But like yeah. you got You got to dig deep. There's there's no there no no one's coming as as that as that uh, famous like Instagram line is. No no, no one's coming. Bailing her out. There's no, there's no teammates. The coaches can't help you. It's it's you. And so. As she's getting tagged one two one two, which the fifth round she got outlanded forty four to fourteen. Yeah. But as you're getting tagged, and you're wobbly, like you have to two things. One, have your head about you that okay, I'm getting down in this round. As we've always said on this podcast, a boxing match is in this case ten, but a lot a lot of times twelve individual contests you have to win the majority of those contests or knock the person out so when you're getting hit you have to have a counter in your head keeping track of how many times you got hit and you got to hit back as much or more and she that's what she did so well in this fight and so many people were giving serrano the edge because of the ferocity of her punches uh but Katie Taylor was keeping that scorecard in her head, and you could see it. She's like, I got to hit back. And so when she would get hit with two, she would come back with three or four. Yeah, agreed. And not only that, you have to have the toughness and the willpower on top of keeping track of that counter in your head. You have to have the toughness and the willpower and the freaking cojones to stand in there and do it and actually fire back. So that the fact that she was able to do that and, and win the majority of these rounds was just so freaking impressive. And Taylor Serrano, like this is what women's boxing needed and boxing in general. Like when you have a superstar, they need someone who can take them into those deep waters. <laughs> and Taylor Serrano was on the edge of a knife from yeah, from winning was- this fight. What was wild is, like, Taylor wasn't afraid to fight, and, yeah, almost cost her, but she wasn't afraid to go toe-to-toe and fight fight the fight Serrano wanted, man. Yeah, she, there were, she did a lot of, I think, I don't know if she, like, I don't know if, uh, like, cardiovascularly, she was prepared because when she got hit with a lot of shots there in the fifth round, and even she started to slow a little bit in the fourth round, the legs started to go. And she did a lot of moving early on, which was brilliant by her. Yeah. But the legs started to go, and then as as those shots piled up, they they, <laughs> they really started to go. 
Um, to and to your point, I mean, she just she got to a point where she was like, I can't just move all night, and she just stood in the pocket and exchanged, and it was. It was an amazing display. Well, I of think boxing. she could. I I think she could have stayed in the pocket and just done her one twos. But I they, they, I think she wanted to put on a show for the for the fans and was you know I think she felt Serrano's power early and wasn't afraid of it and I think she just got caught with some clean shots. So yeah, I'm saying I, I, I give Taylor credit for uh, for going in there and not being afraid to exchange. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was it was beautiful because that watch. was what was funny. Like people, first off, the broadcast. I, I don't know. I thought I didn't realize Serrano. I don't know if Serrano's on the zone. I, I know Katie Taylor's on the zone. That's she's yeah, with Eddie. correct. No, Taylor Serrano's. Uh, I'm Taylor. Serrano. I keep saying Amanda that. Serrano. <laughs> Amanda Serrano. Amanda Serrano is with Jake Paul, so she's basically a free agent. Yeah, like I mean the the t- the broadcast was very pro Serrano. Like we're it watching was. the first three rounds, and it's like Serrano would land a big shot, but yeah, like you said, like like. To every for every shot she landed, Taylor would land two. Like I know the punch. We uh, that's why I I'd love if Dan could ever bring us in to watch a fight and do the compu box because I, I was shocked at some of the rounds where Serrano outlanded Taylor. But I, I thought she was outboxing her in the first four rounds. Like I had a three one Taylor. I mean Mannix is ridiculous scorecard <laughs> had Serrano up like four rounds i'm like this guy's the fucking worst yeah, yeah um it was bad. I'm, in, I'm in my basement and this guy gets to do this like legit and travel and be awesome well no pretend to be awesome but he sucks um life's not fair and uh <laughs> i just don't know what they're watching like i in, in all honesty like i thought amanda serrano clearly won three rounds of the fight and i thought she was great like it's not taking anything away from her I thought she clearly won three rounds of the fight. I thought Taylor clearly won at least five, and there were two swing rounds. That's how I saw it. Yeah, so I, I, I was. Think, I think I was the same. I think we we I were think, we were right in line with Teddy Atlas, like the way Teddy Atlas was calling. Yeah, the fight. yeah. I think I think I had. I gave um, Serrano an extra round compared to you i gave i definitely gave her the last round you gave the last round to taylor well i thought that was a swing round okay but i i, I think i gave it to taylor but i it, again that's what i'm saying i thought they were, yeah. i thought it was three five and two swings so yeah depending however which way i was on the cards it. i killed it again um yeah but, you were money you killed yeah, it. So, you want to you want to just talk for an hour on your own and see if we get better ratings because clearly i'm holding this back now, listen. That's that negativity from the from the Sixers coming through. You're you're great. It's all man. night, bro. You're, you're great. All night. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was. I mean, they're already talking about running it back, which they absolutely should. And quite frankly, if they do, I think Amanda Serrano learned enough of what is needed to win. Now, granted, a champion like Katie Taylor is going to come back with some with some tweaks of her own. Yeah. She probably, um, she probably would realize, ah, it's okay to exchange, but not to the extent, that not she like doing. for two minutes straight. Yeah. yeah. Um, pretty cool though. Fight with those two in Ireland or anywhere, Scotland. An, where's, anywhere on earth. Like, where, where, where's she from? Where's her Ireland native land? Is it Ireland? Uh, yeah. Put that, put that shit in Vegas, man. Oh my gosh. Like, well, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I think, I think her last fight, she wants to do like a homecoming. Oh, okay. I think that's, um, I, that's what that's what her was based. No, I mean I'm assuming that she doesn't have too many because she's 35, right? Yeah, she is. So I'm assuming she doesn't have many more in her. Um, 
So yeah, I I think that's kind of the goal to have a especially have after a big, she took a thumping, which yeah, have a big sir. have a big fight at her uh, wherever she's from and uh, sell it out, and that'll probably be her her send off. Yeah, and now again, Serrano um, outlanded her in uh, by like what twenty five or so. But in the was, fifth, was it the fifth? No, no, like overall. Yeah, but that's because she outlanded her by like twenty thirty. Yeah, yeah, by thirty in, in the, the fifth, fifth round. Yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. Listen, the uh, I it sucks your your sister ended up not getting those tickets because yeah, that man, would have been a good one to go to. Like the the crowd was going crazy from the ring walks to the end of the fight. Like there was no, there was it was they they basically got a road a road warrior pop for thirty two minutes. Yeah straight which was nuts yeah it the the crowd seemed insane yes um yeah i I pulled up the compu box here katie taylor outlanded her in one two three four five rounds serrano outlanded her in five no i don't think that's right katie taylor did i think taylor outlanded her in three there was a tie and then serrano got her in the other serrano Outlanded her in more rounds, which is why like no. I'll, I'll just never be able to do copy box. No, I'm looking at it right here. So Katie, Katie Taylor outlanded her in one, two, three, four, five, and Serrano outlanded her in four, and there was a tie in the seventh. You sure? I'm I'm looking at it. Are right you now. sure? I now I'm not sure. Katie Taylor, one, two, three, four. Oh, you're right. Five. I'm I'm staring at it yeah, right, right now. All right, all right. I got to spot check you. Get, <laughs> listen, after 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 Brian Castaño was six foot one, I can't trust any website you go to now. Listen, that, uh, that's like one time. And I, how many times have I corrected you on shit? All millions. Right, so just just give millions. It up, right? The millions. And oh, millions I was just about to say that. That I've corrected you. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so that was just a joy to watch. What a fight. Instant classic. Uh, there's two fights for us uh, that are fight of the year contenders. It's that one and Wood Conlon. Wood Conlon, yeah. Which is kind of funny that it was Irish Irish men, Irish women uh, on the zone is kind of yeah. giving us the, be- the best boxing so best far. Best boxing so far, yeah. And that's it. Nothing else has even come close to those two fights. Yeah, people who say Errol Spence. No, like, stop. Er- yeah, yeah, I know. Like it was yeah, Spence wiped him, the floor with him. Yeah, somebody just just crushing somebody else. And yeah, like that's not a fight of the year. Agreed. Oh wow, Bismack Biombo, that guy's still moving around, huh? Yeah, he is. I I saw that the other day. Um, all right. So then, um, the other fight, which I was hyped for, ended up not being close to fight of the year. Uh, Stevenson, you know what? Speaking of wiping the floor with Stevenson, just <sighs> wipes the floor with Valdez. Can I, can I start? You can, yeah, do whatever you want. If you thought that fight was boring and didn't like it, like, just don't watch boxing, man. Like, I, yeah. I don't, I, so much shit was on Twitter about, oh, like, boring fight, like, this is, I'm like, what, what, that's, what the hell that, was boring about it? Like, that's just, it's top rank haters. It's like, just haters. It's, it. yeah, it's exactly. It's haters. haters. It's haters on top rank. It's haters on Shakur. American. And listen, we've, 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 we've been annoyed by Shakur plenty of times with some of his corny Twitter rants that he does. But dude, this dude's awesome. Like 
there was he wasn't running away from hit this wasn't this wasn't Nicotelia where it was like I'm just gonna keep going off the back foot not do any like he was he was a genius defensively the entire fight. way more action than I was expecting quite yeah honestly. he was yeah he was his defense was flawless I, a couple of times he got cute and Valdez got on the inside a little bit but he you know again clenched you know very savvy stuff and dude, anytime Valdez made a mistake, man, he like, did you see, like, look at Valdez's face at the end of the fight, peppered the shit out of him. Like, you're just yeah. a hater. Like, don't watch boxing. Like, and don't watch free boxing. Like, you know, ESPN gave us that fight. You're why we're watching some, we're watching these guys for free. Like, uh, whatever. Like, I don't need, I'm not paying a subscription or a pay per view. Like, like listen, I'm watching Shakur we- Stevenson and Valdez, two great fighters. Yeah. And, and we've been on Shakur Stevenson for a while now. Like, Shakur Stevenson, not only is he this going to vault him into the pound-for-pound, like, most likely a number one pound-for-pound guy, and if he stays on this trajectory, like, could go down as one of the best all-time. And, like, here he is at age 20, what is he, age 23? Yeah. The only taking on a guy of Valdez's uh, caliber and just wiping the floor with him, and you're going to complain about that? Like, come on, that was great. Yeah, it was it was, awesome. it was tremendous. Um, and it's and the other thing is too, which like I don't know, like boxing, I guess has been like this for a while, but like it's just maybe maybe it's just the echo chamber of Twitter, but like like I don't I don't know if the word xenophobia or like re like patriotism at like in a best case scenario, but like it just seems like Mexican fighters hate on everybody else like that's probably fair like british fighters hate on americans like like american fight like uh fans like for some like uh, do a terrible job of rallying around their guy it's just like so like fractured it's so strange as someone who just loves watching boxing and i'm just like why can't you just give people their due it's it's yeah like because that's just just look at this it's amazing It, it, it tremendous stuff um and i gotta say like i was disappointed in the in the renoso valdez game plan like people were saying oh you know great game plan shakur was just the better man i i still think that volume is the key to try to beat him um I still think you got to throw a lot, or when you're down, you just got to go full El Terminador. Uh, yeah, like when just... you're down, but even even from the get go, like I think you just need to, you know, and he's so good, but I still think you need to try to overwhelm him a little bit, and because he's playing, I, he's... I hear you. I I just think that's easier said than done. I agree, but I'm just saying, like you know, I we we still haven't seen the power of Shakur yet, um, as he's growing into his frame here. So that's why I'm saying, like. You gotta take Don't punches. Don't be worried about the knockout and just. Go, yeah, it's like if go, you if you like, can get in, get and Valdez is a smaller in. guy, yeah. so Valdez isn't the right dude. But it's like a bad example because now he's two weight classes above. But like a guy, a guy with a, the skill set of like a Tio is the guy that'll beat Shakur. That's like to me, that's it. It's like a guy that has game changing power, but isn't afraid to go in there and throw and have some output. Um that's like the skill set you need. And like, I mean, Tio is not a high output guy, but that's like what it—that's what it's gonna take. Like even Tank, and I think Tank, I would love to see Tank Shakur next. That's not gonna happen, obviously. But, um, 
like even the way the tank kind of has that Canelo approach where he like just toes he toes the line for like seven eight rounds doesn't throw a lot he gives rounds away like I don't I don't think that I, even that even with his power I I think that like slow paced you're you're not beating him like I think you have to be more a little more aggressive and have the power um, and that's why like I think of a guy like Tio who's not overly active but. You know, he's active enough, and if he punches you, he's going to feel it. Other than that, there's no shot. Nobody at 130's beat them. Those other clowns at 130 have no chance, and they're not going to – PBC's not going to – I think they're PBC Even guys. Even put their guys in there, yeah. That's not going to happen. So we'll see if Shakur moves up. Again, like it's the, the Loma thing, let's stop. Like it's, it's hilarious how like <laughs> – to your point about people hating on everybody – when nobody would fight Loma for like two and a half years, it was, ah, oh, no, no, that's not it. That's not it. But now it's like, oh, Loma should fight Shakur and just ignore that he wants to become undisputed. It's just so funny how like this shit works. It's like, that's not, like, that might be a fight we all want to see, but like, that's not Loma's primary goal, right? Like, he's gone and done all that stuff that Shakur's doing now. Like, he's now going for his goal and not just what people would want to see. Um, so. I'll be curious to see. Like, I think he's got to move up to 135 to get the big fights, obviously. And I think we're all, you know, the the picture will be clear here after Haney Cambosis won, as to what happens there. Because if Haney yeah. wins, then we're we're stuck because there's going to be a rematch, and maybe Loma does fight him, um, in the interim. I'm just trying to think. Like, there's nobody. Like, I again, like Tank, 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 Tank. Maybe if he changes promotions, hell no. Ryan Garcia ain't getting in the ring with Shakur Stevenson. That sure shit ain't happening. Um, so I don't uh, know. It, so, it, it might be our boy, um, El Terminador. Um, yeah, it could be. It could be. Yeah. I mean, Navarrete could move up to one thirty. Yeah, even that, yeah. It, but even that, I, I, he, to me, he's too. He, he has the volume and he's got the power at his weight class. His problem is, I think he's so wild. I, he I think has no defense. Shakur will pick him apart. Yeah, he's just yeah, he's just too, he's just not crisp enough um, yeah. for like a guy like Shakur. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, so good stuff. That was fun. Um, that was on pretty damn late, but it was it was fun. And then ESPN, of course, just starts jumping to the app, then to the other app, and it's just like, give me a break. for the post fight stuff because ESPN three yeah. can't carry it. God knows yeah. we need to see what like you know. X Games Lacrosse is doing at midnight. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then this week, the king, the pay-per-view king, the pound-for-pound king, he's back. Canelo fighting Dimitri Bivol for the 175... Uh, wait, which title is it? He's fighting for 175. Yeah, is it W... I forget Ooh. which one. Oh... Uh... That is a great question. I believe it is the WBA. Okay. Um, yes, WBA. So uh, you want to give us tail of the tape, and then we yeah. Can break it so down? we got we got Dimitri Bivol, nineteen fights, fifty-seven percent knockout percentage, thirty-one. Yeah. Uh, he's orthodox. Six foot. I thought he was taller. Uh, I was surprised when I saw he was only six foot. I thought he was six two. Um, six foot, seventy-two inch reach. And going up against Canelo Alvarez, 60 bouts, 65% knockout percentage. He's 31, which is still still crazy. Canelo's only 31. I know, right? 
five foot eight, orthodox, seventy and a half inch reach. So he's gonna have a four inch height advantage, but only an inch and a half on reach, which is kind of weird. So Bivol's got those T Rex arms like me, clearly. <laughs> um, fuck it, Bivol. I don't. I'm so pissed. Bivol's gonna win. He's gonna knock him out. Let's next. Let's let's move on. Are you serious? No, no, no. Oh. No. <laughs> no. Um, I, I think people are sleeping on Bivol, bro. Um, I, I don't think he's going to be Canelo. I, I think at this point, I don't know that anybody can be Canelo. Um, but I think that people are people acting like Canelo is ducking people, and this like to me, Bivol is a tougher fight for Canelo than Benavides or Charlo. Like I just. I don't understand that crowd that think that this is a, a softer fight than both of the, those guys. Guy's got power in both hands. He he throws good jabs, which people are comparing, like saying, "Oh, you know, the the the, the one time Canelo, you know, Canelo struggles with slick boxers with good jabs," um, and that's what Bivol does. He he's just technically sound and he's consistent. My biggest issue with with um, with Bivol is. He hasn't really fought anybody that's any good for the last three years. And he just kind of has coasted in his last, like, three fights. It's just like, like, he knows he's better, so he's fine just getting the 12-round decision. Hasn't really, you know, he just hasn't really cared about pressing the issue or things that we get on some other fighters for. He's just kind of gone with the flow. Um, but I think he's a really good boxer. I think he's a good boxer. Um, he's probably the most technically sound guy at 175. Again, to me, better be of is the man to beat in that division just because his relentlessness and his power is just like on a different level. Um, but I do think, I do think it's going to be tough. I, I think I wouldn't be shocked if we saw a couple of 116, 112 scorecards, which is for a Canelo fight is a close fight. Um, I love the breakdown. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to add, because um, I think, like you said, I think people think of Bivol as uh, having power, like you said, in both hands. He he hasn't knocked a guy out since March of 2018, so over four years. That spans one, two, three, four, five, six fights. Yeah, that's fair. Um, he did beat Joe Smith Jr. Uh, in March of 2019, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he fought twice in 2021. He did not fight in 2020. Guy's Russian. Um, you know what? Considering everything you said, and you want you want odds first? Or are you gonna, are we going to give our prediction? Uh, we can do odds. And again, sorry. And, and I don't think he has tremendous knockout power. I just think he has enough pop in his hands that like when, gotcha. he, when he hits you with those jabs, you feel it. Gotcha. You know? Um, okay, so here here's odds. Um, but... So to your point, I th- I think these are fair for based on what you described. Bivol is plus three fifty, okay, and Canelo's minus four seventy five. So a definitive favorite, but not not a steep favorite. Yeah. Over under rounds. I wanted to get cute with this and say eight and a half, nine and a half, just because Canelo has knocked out Saunders and Caleb um, early. I'm still gonna stick with ten and a half though. Yeah, yeah. Ten and a half over over is minus two ninety on on the ten and a half, and yeah, the under is plus two thirty. Well, I agree, because and that makes sense too, because I I do think Bivol, just given his demeanor, and maybe again this isn't fair, 
I feel like he's the kind of guy that if he's down on the cards, he's going to be uh, happy to just not get knocked out. Versus, that's, that's, his, I, that, I'd say that's probably right. I don't, yeah, versus I don't, I don't, I don't see him with the kind of grit that's going to be like, "F it, go for broke." Yeah, like, correct. Leave myself open. Um, okay, so the breakdown is Bivol by decision plus six fifty, Bivol by KO or stoppage plus eight hundred, draws eighteen hundred down the middle. Canelo Alvarez by decision minus one forty, Canelo by KO or stoppage plus two forty. Hmm. Okay. Um. Y- predictions. You want to go or me? <sighs> yeah, I think Canelo wins on the cards. Um. A lot of people, I, I, I go back to his first fight at one seventy five where he fought Kovalev, and he, I, Kovalev won a lot of those rounds, like. The first seven, I forget when he knocked him out, but I think the, I really think the first seven rounds, Kovalev was ahead. Um, I, I think he did struggle with the height and the reach of Kovalev and just that style, but I do think that was also Canelo. Canelo was that he was just in that initial phase of moving up and down between 160 and 175, which I think Roy Jones Jr. talked about it on, um, you know, on Dan on Kenobio's podcast, I like that. That has an impact. Like when you're, you know, constantly changing the weight class and doing it like closely together in fights. Like that has an impact on the fighter. So I think that I, I think that's why we saw a little a little different Canelo on that night. I, I think he's just been so ingrained at 168 at this point that he'll 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 be more comfortable and have more power at 175. So I don't think we'll see the same kind of result there. But I I I think I think he's gonna win. I bet you it's probably when we do the live cards. I bet you it's one sixteen, one twelve. But I bet you there'll be some home cooking, and he'll end up with like uh, a one eighteen, one seventeen, one eighteen uh, win here over Bivol. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say Canelo stops him. Like it, like it. I'm gonna say the ninth round. I I, I kind of want to say the tenth, but I'm a little bit torn between the ninth. I and like 10th. your ninth. So I'll go nine. That's why I was um, saying, like, I wouldn't. I was, I was flirting with eight and a half as the over under. When I watch Bivol and like, I don't know. Maybe I'm seeing things, but like, it just looks like like there's a high guard, and then there's whatever he's doing with his right hand, and like, he's just asking for Canelo just to pop his liver, like on his right side, and like, I, not only that, but I think that open that like the body shots that Canelo will land on Canelo's left and Bivol's right will just open up Canelo for straight shots right down the middle, which I saw Bivol get hit with in his last couple fights. And also uppercuts from Canelo. And I just feel like it'll, it's just like, it's kind of like when the tide rises and like, you don't see it happening but sure enough like slowly like builds 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 and then all of a sudden it's high tide like i feel like that's what how canelo he's just like he like he's been doing he's methodical he's he's gonna layer it on more and more every round just layer it in there and just that whatever the heck bivel's got going on with that right hand i'm just expecting canelo just to pop those body shots and and open up the 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 one twos down the middle and the uppercuts, and I, I think he, I think he gets the stop in, in the ninth. I like it. I like your. If he gets him, I think that's a perfect spot as to where, 
where he goes from there. I, I like that. Sweet, sweet, sassy, sassy. Too bad Which you screwed by, up. By the, by the way, too bad you just... screwed up the parlay. We could have taken that and made some money, Dick. Uh, we hit the parlay this week. We had over in the women's fight and Shakur. Yeah, but you blew it the week before, so our pot was yeah. nothing. Which I was gonna say, you uh, you did a good job uh, predicting the Shakur fight. So, but between the two of us, we predicted both fights last week. So, um, that's why we are. That's, yeah, that's that's why my valuation at three million dollars was on point, man. Jesus, I love it. Stop um, undercutting us. All right, so moving on from boxing, do you even want to do the NBA catch and shoot? Yeah, we can do it. I don't care. I mean, uh, the floor is yours, sir. I mean, do you, this um, is like you—you you know those phrases like men will, men will start a podcast instead of going to therapy. Like that's it's what that's, this is. That's you right now with the Sixers. Yeah, so. you know what, man? Yeah, like, uh, it's a shame. Like, I don't, I don't understand what Harden's deal is. And again, th- I'm not. I don't regret this trade at all. It was the best trade you could have done because. Getting a bunch of scrud, like, you know, average players like John Collins and being stuck with his contract for four years is just worse than you would be in this hardened situation where he can opt out in the summer and you can let him walk and you get, you know, you can figure out cap space and have more flexibility. I I don't, I got to believe he's hurt. Like, I, I just, I don't believe that he went from what he was last year and to, to now. And he just, I, I just, if this doesn't happen, I, I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I don't get it. Um, you know, I said he had it. He was going to have to get 35, between 35 and 40, one of these games for them to steal game one. And that didn't happen. Rivers in game one with this DeAndre Jordan shit. Like, I, I, I love how Twitter, people who don't actually watch basketball were getting on me about when I kept, like, on Twitter, I was just saying constantly, like, I don't understand this Danny Green, DeAndre Jordan bullshit. Like, like we know what we're getting from those guys. Like, we know what they are. Like, it's not going to change when we get in the playoffs. Danny Green's going to go, like, two for nine, and DeAndre Jordan's going to be awful on defense because Lob City DeAndre Jordan does not exist anymore. If the if he did, the Lakers would not have been happy to get rid of him and cut him because they were terrible defensively. And, like, DeAndre on the floor got two rebounds the other night and was, like, a minus 20 uh, you know, and then Paul Reed, I, I would have rather them in the season been playing Bassey, Reed, Isaiah Joe, like see what these young guys can do, get them minutes. Cause maybe they'll give you the burst that like that, like Struess and Vincent and the, the Nevada twin, whatever the hell his name is, Martin muffin, whatever muggins that jerk off. Like maybe you could have caught something. Maybe you could have got like this some of these like performances out of these guys. Instead, now you're rolling out these like corpses of these old dudes who suck now, and like their NBA careers are behind them. I, I, it just sucks. And Joel, like the Miami stinks. Like this team isn't good. The 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 the, the, the thirty percent of Heat fans that showed up for the last two games because it's embarrassing the amount of attendance they have. Like I I, I was listening to some of it on the radio. Because I was getting so annoyed with TNT, like they're like going nuts. It's like, dude, your team sucks. Like if Joel Embiid was here, you'd be down 2-0 probably. The way your team plays, like you suck. The Bucks and the Celtics are going to beat you in five games. Like it's not even. It just sucks. Like Joel breaks his face because they can't. And I'm not even going to blame Doc. Like take care of effing business at home at Game Five, Joel. Don't play like a you know what. 
Harden, don't be a bit like all these guys just playing like just soft losers, man. Bunch of horses. Like if you win game five, none of this happens. I don't even care about you getting hurt in the last four minutes up 29 in game six. Take care of business like a team, like a, like a team that has chance championship aspirations should take care of business. It sucks. It just sucks. Sucks. <sighs> and then I got to watch like Steph Curry continue to make these jerk off, like lazy passes as if, as if the behind the back pass in game seven of the NBA finals with under four minutes that went out of bounds to a wide where Clay Thompson was wide open would have maybe taught him like, maybe like stop like making like lazy, like little sludge passes. Got to watch him doing that last night. And so like, you know, as much as I love John ja, and I, I, you know, I, I love John ja Morant. Like, I just want to see. I just want seven games of the Warriors and the Suns. That's what I want. And like, I got to see this asshole throwing these stupid passes and people telling me that he's a top top fifteen player already. The the only thing I'll say uh, before we wrap up the the uh, catch and shoot because um, we'll say everyone you know we recorded another uh, two for two, one two for one and you know that that's out there the more in depth stuff is. You sent the clip of John Morant carrying the ball. Oh yeah, it's so bad. Holy crap! Like so if bad. You, if you were in the gym trying to like be funny carrying the ball, like that's what you would do, and that's what John Morant is doing on uh, on his drives. Yeah. Holy moly! It's so um, incredible. He's so incredible. I don't even care though. Well, yeah, it's it's impossible to guard somebody <laughs> when they when they're palming the ball twice in one sequence and taking four steps before they're dribbling. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, it, it, it's pretty bad. Anyway, um, I I got nothing else there. Um, did you good there? You want to? Yeah, that's why I was gonna say this. this the, the Suns, the Suns, Mavs series. Like I said, is just gonna be fascinating to see how if Luca, if Luke, if if Luca's usage, if if he can just go bananas here. Um, yeah, how how much of Luca going bananas can can even out that series? I mean, he had 45 the other night, and they really – they really, I mean, it was like seven on the at the end, but, I mean, they really lost by like 15. Um, the other guy's got to stay out of foul trouble. We talked about on the two-for-one. Like, Brunson can't be getting stupid fouls with the Chris Paul bullshit. Like, those, those main six guys got to stay available throughout the course of the game to even things out. Because I don't – it's funny. I, I, I was talking to our buddy uh, Michael, and – you know, we were talking about, you know, I always make the joke that Luca plays with a bunch of Kirkland brand players, which is nothing wrong with that. I love Kirkland brand Costco forever. Um, and he's like, ah, oh, you think people just underrate them? And it's blah, 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 this and that. It's like, you know what? Like he's got basically six, six guys that would be like three through five on other teams, which I think is good to an extent because a lot of guy, a lot of teams can't say that. Like they have like drop-offs, I think they just have consistency between like five guys that are like really solid players. Problem is he just doesn't really have a solid number two that can just relieve some pressure. And when he goes to the bench, you know, can kind of keep things going as much as Brunson has been really good. So that's like always going to be kind of the problem. If they can't number two, that's, that sounds like you're, uh, opinions that you put out here on a weekly basis. Yeah. Dog shit. Obviously. Um, or because it's 20 years of Austin Powers, number, number two. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they just I, – I, I'll be – they, they, they got to figure out a way to get another reliable um, 
all-star in there to play with him. Just just one. That's all he needs. That's all he needs. But, you know, the Suns look good. Booker looks good. So it looks like that that hammy. I thought he was pressing it against the Pelicans because they were in trouble. But, I mean, he looks like he's he's in good shape. So, you know, could be – if it goes five now, I wouldn't be surprised with him firing. And uh, I still think that it'll go seven and Luka – We'll go nuts here and get a couple games. Cool. That's all I got. All right. Hey, I didn't have this written down, but I just wanted to mention in MLB, like the Cincinnati. If you've been looking at this, Drew, the Cincinnati Reds, they're losing eighteen to four right now to the Brewers. Their record is three and twenty. Yikes! Is that good? Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not. Not great. Not. <laughs> Not great. Well, here's um, the barometer. Do the Pirates have more wins than them? Yeah. Wow. They really do. That's the Pirates sad. are... Oh, see. Hold on. Caught me off guard for a little secundo. The Pirates split with the Tigers today, a double header, which takes the Pirates to 10 and 14, I believe. Um. So, th- there we have it. Um. Okay. NHL half clappers. NHL playoffs are... Here I got on Edmonton right now. Nick Nurse just scored. Oh, tipped off the defenseman in there. Um, Nick Nurse isn't that the the friggin' uh, <laughs> Nick Nurse isn't that the the coach for uh, what's his name? Um, it's um uh, what the hell is Nurse's first name? Um, what's regardless, that? Ed- Edmonton's up two nothing on LA as I Nick, speak. You don't know? Are you asking what Nick Nurse's name is? No, there, there's um, Darnell Nurse. God, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Um, no, there, there's a defenseman for Edmonton. His last name oh. is Nurse. And I just quickly spouted off his name as Nick Nurse. And I'm like, no, that's the coach for whoever. I forget, I forget who the, that's the coach of. This guy's name is Darnell Nurse. He just put in a goal. Any hoodles. Um, Any hoodles. Yeah, so uh, I'm not going to go super in-depth, but I am going to give my – uh, bracket breakdown my picks here of who I expect don't to you even dare by the way um, Drew you're going to do this with me yes so we're going to start in the east love it we're going to st- wait no I'm sorry we're going to start in the west Kings LA Kings versus Edmonton Oilers uh, Kings shock the world win game one Old man Jonathan Quick. I gotta say, my like my my biggest surprise is that Jonathan Quick is like they never got rid of him. They stuck by him, and their team has cycled back to being a playoff team after being out of it for several years. Like that that just surprises me. Um, so Kings versus Oilers. I got the Kings in seven. Um, I just will not pick the Oilers. I can't. I I can't pick Mike Smith. I just can't. Um. Drew Edmonton is Connor McDavid's team. Who you got? Kings and Edmonton. Yeah. Give me the Kings. Love it. All right. Next series: uh, the Minnesota Wild versus the St. Louis Blues. Blues steal Game One. Wild go nuts here in Game Two. I believe it was four nothing here tonight. Um. Was it four one? Oh, oh, it's the end. It's only the end of the second, but yeah, it's four one currently. Um, 
at the beginning of the year, I picked the Blues to make the Stanley Cup and lose to the Islanders. So I do love what the Blues have going on. That being said, Minnesota was just so freaking good. Kirill Kiprasov was amazing. Uh, and then they go get Flurry, which, not saying he's a playoff world beater or anything like that, but kind of solidifies the goaltending for them. I'm going to go Wild in seven. I, I think it continues to be a good series. Um, so it looks like we're cruising for a 1-1 start. So I'm going to go Wild in seven. Drew, what are you thinking? Give me the Blues. All right. Uh... Flames versus Stars. Stars grab that last playoff spot out west. Whatever. Our boy Manjapana with the Flames. Uh, Flames in four. The Flames are up one nothing. Um, they they played last night. They don't play uh, tonight. They won one nothing last night. So shut out. Um, Flame Flames in four. What you got, Drew? What is it again? The Flames versus the Stars. Give me the stars. And then we got the Colorado Avalanche versus the Predators. Avalanche, probably the favorite to come out of the West. Predators um, got some good pieces. Roman Yossi, what a friggin' season. Uh, UC Soros, great goalie. That being said, I I, I got the the Avs in four. Um, I I just don't think the Predators have enough to hang with them right now. Who do you think? Yeah, your... agreed. Give me the avalanche. They're going to okay. roll. So for me, I have the Kings versus Flames. Um, I think the Flame, the Kings are a nice story, but I, I think it's too much for them. I'm taking the Flames in five. For you, it would be... Um, did you say... Wait, did you say Kings or Edmonton? Kings. So you got... Uh, you said the Stars... So, yeah, I think it would be Kings versus... Give me See, Kings. Okay. And then Avs versus Blues. Avs. Okay. So, I got you got the Avs. I got the Avs versus the Wild. Um, this is where I think, even with Marc-Andre Fleury and Cam Talbot, uh, again, the, the Avs just have too much going on. Uh, I got Avs in six. Uh, so, then that comes down you have the kings versus the abs i have the flames versus the abs i'm taking abs and six to make the stanley cup final the, the know, flames have been the flames have been really good but i i just think the abs are a team of destiny so i've liked the kings all season but uh i gotta go avalanche i gotta get it done all right so we both got the abs coming out of the west yeah i think that's safe east uh pens versus rangers Coming into this series, I was definitely leaning Rangers in five. They have the marathon three-overtime game yesterday. The Pens look spectacular. As the game went on, everything I've been calling for them to do, like four-check, dump the puck, clog up the neutral zone, play strong in front of your net and their net. Like As the game went on, that's exactly what the Penguins did. Uh, They looked great their their backup goalie who is now their starter casey DeSmith, injures his ankle maybe maybe it's a concussion we don't know leaves just randomly during the second overtime journeyman louis Domingue is now the the goalie uh i i don't know what to make of that um i i did not see a path for the penguins to win 
coming into the series, the way they played yesterday, I can now visually see a path of how they could win the series. That being said, I'm still going to take Rangers in six. Good. Louis Domingue, I just don't see being able to, to, to win a round in the playoffs. And I don't know how injured Casey DeSmith is. So we're going, I'm going to go Rangers in six. Good. You got? Come on. Peng- Penguins are up one nothing in the series. Pens are taking it, just like I've been saying all season. Next series, Boston, Carolina. Um, this is this is where the NHL just screws me up with the way they do their wild card. I thought you had to stay in division, but lo and behold, Boston, Carolina, Carolina in four. Um, I think I think they're actually already up two nothing. Uh, yeah, they are. They're already up two nothing in the series. I, I would have picked them in four anyway. F Boston, go Carolina. All right, Florida. Panthers versus the Caps. Um, coming into this series, I would have said Florida in five. Um, the Caps steal game one um, yesterday they, with, with a comeback victory. They went 4-2. Um, I'm still going to stick with Florida in five. I, just, I, I question the Caps' age. I question their speed. I question... Their goaltending, just everything. Although, sounds uh, like Goff on prom night. <laughs> um, Florida has Bobrovsky behind net, and that might be their playoff downfall. But I'll, I'm going to stick with Florida in five on this one. Ovechkin still in the Capitals. He is. Give me the Capitals. Lightning taking the best player on the ice. Okay, best goal scorer. Not the, he's not the best player on the ice. That's but the that's same okay. Dif- the same difference. Um, Lightning. He's not the best player. He's just the best goal stopper. Okay. Uh, Lightning versus Toronto. Um, coming into the series, I was definitely leaning Toronto. Or I'm sorry, Lightning in five. Uh, Toronto win game one, like five nothing, pretty handily. Uh, Lightning come back. In, um, Yes, Lightning. Why am I getting these two teams freaking confused? Um, Lightning come back and win tonight, so it's 1-1. I'll say Lightning in six now instead of Lightning in five, but I, I think the Lightning take it pretty handily. Toronto, hasn't, Toronto to... hasn't won a playoff series in like 20 years or something, Drew. Yeah, F. Joe Carter. Give me the Lightning. Love it. Okay, so... Rangers versus Carolina. You have Pittsburgh versus Carolina. Um, I, I just haven't been a believer in Carolina all year. I'm actually going to take Rangers in seven versus Carolina um, and say that Shesterkin just, just stands on his head and gets it done. Who you got? Pens versus Carolina. Penguins. And then the Battle of Florida, the Panthers versus the Lightning, um, which I guess you will have the Caps versus the Lightning. Um Vasilevsky, I think, is just too tough. I got Lightning in six versus Florida, which I think is my. I think the way this season has gone would be considered an upset, but I mean the juggernaut that is the light, the Lightning. I don't know if historically looking backwards you'll consider it an upset. <laughs> um, who you got, Drew, of Caps versus Lightning? Ovechkin still in the Capitals. He is. Oh, give me the Capitals. 
All right, so for your Eastern Conference Finals, you have what would be just amazing, the Capitals versus the Penguins, uh, which, quite quite frankly, I'm not even sure if that's how these freaking NHL brackets Do they recede? Down. Well, the way they do it is they do your uh, the um, the playoffs. You, you have a divisional playoff first. And the when they first started this, the wild card stayed within its division, and then uh, if the so there's three teams from each division, then the fourth team was the wild card, and then you your division could get a fifth team in the playoffs and swing over to the other division. But it seems like what they've done now is amongst the two wild card teams. So there's two 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 divisions in the East, right? Three and three make the playoffs, and then there's two wild card teams that could come from either division. And then, instead of the wild card, the number four in your division staying in your division, that wild card team could swing over to the other division, which is what happened with the Capitals and the Bruins. The Capitals and the Bruins swapped divisions for the playoffs. Now that being said, I don't know if they reseed those. I think they're just locked into that divisional bracket and until you get to the conference finals so that's huh. why that's why i think there is a scenario, <coughs> as you picked that the capitals and the penguins could play in the eastern conference finals so that's what you have so who you taking uh you just said a lot of a lot of nothing when it doesn't matter penguins and four. Oh, let's go penguins hey. in four and when it happens, you can't come. You can't come to the celebration, <laughs> bitch. Let's go. Yes, Let's science. Go. Uh, if if the Penguins make the Stanley Cup, you're coming to Pittsburgh for a game. I'm not going with you. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Woodrow. At least he's a. At least he's a fan that believes. Okay. Um, and so I have. Um, I, 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 I believe I, I can fly. I lost my damn place. Oh my! God. I believe it can touch the lightning sky. Lightning versus Rangers. I'm taking Lightning in seven. I think it's just a knockdown, drag them out series. Awesome playoff series, which bring it brings me to the Abs versus the Lightning in the Stanley Cup Finals, which I think is just a historically awesome uh, series. I I take Abs in seven on that one. I think they bring the Lightning's uh, Stanley Cup streak to an end. I think it's so hard to win three in a row. I, I go Avs and seven. Like I said, I think they're kind of the team of destiny this year. What, what do you think, Drew? Pittsburgh over the Avalanche. Oh, baby. I think about it every night and day. You're coming to the parade. I'm taking you to the parade. Follow, sit, and fly away. Penguins don't fly. I believe they can score. Somehow the, the song still fits. Win a cup and get Sydney four. Or is it I three? Believe That'd be three or four. Pens could fly. I believe pens could fly. How many cups would that be for Crosby? Four? Uh, that would be four, yeah. Yeah, four, got right? It. Yeah, I got that right. Hell yeah. yeah. Whew. Love it. Penguins. Bringing home the cup. All right. That's that's our that's our playoff picks. Love and it. we're sticking to it. 
Hey, shout out to Jimmy B. Speaking of hockey, it's his birthday today. Big shout happy, out. Happy birthday, Jimmy. One of our hockey guys. All right. So that's the half clappers. Now, that leads to everybody's favorite minute in podcasting. <laughs> the NASCAR pit stop. This is going to be a silly one this week. Let me know You're when silly. it's silly. Let me know when it's my turn. And two and one and fire your engines off. Last week was Dover Monster Mile. Rained out on Sunday. They moved the race to two o'clock on Monday. I didn't watch it. I was working. I don't know if it was a good race. Whatever. Chase Elliott won. We didn't have him. So that's four bucks down the drain. We went from plus nine to plus five on the year. This week, Darlington, South Carolina, 1.3 mile track, steam banking. Not expecting it to be too great of a race. Uh, usually the leader leads a lot of laps here. Larson, plus 500. Truex, plus 700. Kyle Busch, plus 1,000. Ross Chastain, plus 1,400. That's the picks. Lock them up. Lock it up. All right. Parlay time. We hit the parlay last week. Five bucks to win like three, so we're up to like 850 or something like that. <laughs> um, what what are we thinking, Drew? I know what I'm thinking. Um, I kind of want to keep rolling boxing because we're on a hot streak in boxing. Yeah. I don't really want to do the stoppage. I do. All right, let's do it. Let's roll Canelo by stoppage. That's fine. We'll do it. <laughs> did you feel that in your plums? I did. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. I'll 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 roll with you for once. All right. Well, what's what's the what's the other pick? Well, that was my pick. So. What? That was my pick. No, I was doing I was doing the boxing one. I just I just switched it to what you wanted. Oh God. Not. Uh, well, you took my pick, you bastard. Uh, I guess I'll just pick against the Reds. I don't know. Memphis Memphis to cover? Are they playing Saturday? So are you picking my boxing pick, and now you want me to pick your basketball pick? Nah, I take what you want. Reds to cover. Okay. No, not Reds. Reds well, I was just going to pick Canelo to win. Okay, we'll pick the Reds. Okay, fine. Pick Canelo to win. No, we're going to do the stoppage. Grow some balls and make a pick that you I want. I just did. Okay? Don't don't pin this on me. You want Canelo to win, or do you want Canelo by stoppage? Just do Canelo by stoppage. Pick it, Nancy. Huh? Canelo by stoppage. Oh, God. All right. This is what you get for not diversifying your friends and colleges, kids. Tell me about it. <sighs> All right. So let's go. Oh, the Reds are about to play the Pirates. Oh, we got we got we got to get. Them oh, to get hammer them. the Reds. Hammer the Reds. Nah, we gotta get them on Friday before uh, before they they come in to play the Pirates. Oh no, they're they're the Pirates are going to Cincinnati. So Friday, no, I'm sorry, Thursday, Milwaukee last game versus the Reds. Milwaukee's minus two twenty. I'm gonna pick Milwaukee to win. Uh, and you pick Canelo by stoppage. Bada bing, bada boom. Eight dollars and fifty cents. Let's Big go. Big bong. Let's go. That's the weekend parlay. A Thursday baseball game and a Saturday night boxing. 
By the way, that's a uh, that's a what an eighty dollar uh, pay per view. Yeah, unless you already are a zone a zone to s- subscriber, and then it's sixty. <laughs> okay. So, which, which I'm gonna up. We'll have to figure that out, bro. Yeah. Do you think they'll let multiple uh, devices see the pay per view? Uh, I don't. Yeah. So. So. We may be we you might yeah. be watching you might you might be my eyes and ears on Canelo. Oh, it doesn't Tori. You could always just go to Tori's house, make Tori pay for it. Yeah, I could go to my brother's. He's got his own, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's at that wedding up in like where. Well, he can give you. He can give you. Oh, well, you'd still have to pay for it either way. I was gonna say he could just give you his login, and you could just buy it from his and give him the money instead of buying a separate subscription. Where's my money, man? Where's my money? <laughs> Oh, I said Friday. You got till four o'clock. I said four o'clock. Yeah, so that's what. Yeah, we're just 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 me and my package. God delivered it. I signed for it. World keeps spinning. Spinning. Hey, listen. We mentioned that the algorithms keep spitting at us all the Family Guy quotes. You're all stuck with them. Not not gonna apologize for it. Um. Okay. So I think that's it for beer one, right? That is. Finish Correct. what you got left. I, I I have I have two swigs left. Bear with me. You you talk while I swig. Uh, I got nothing, man. I'm, I'm a broken man. I've uh, come on. Just, I've just reached a midlife crisis, and now you're shit together. I'm in a midlife crisis. And I'm just broke. Grow broken. up, Peter Pan. I'm like Mr. Glass in that that M Night Shalalala movie. You just touch me and I'd crack. Okay, sure. Um, let's assume positions for beer two. Three, sure. two, one. Oldie but goodie. Founders all day IPA. Session ale. Four point two percent. Gimme, gimme. What you got, Drew? Just sticking with uh. Oh, four point seven percent. My bad. Just sticking with the nature's finest. Some Ronies. All right. So, just a couple quick notes before we get into it. Um, Ozark back. Oof. We're, we were gonna try and binge it for this episode, but we're gonna we're gonna spread it out. So, bro, if this show doesn't end with Wendy Bird getting shot in the face, it'll is, be it is, will be a colossal failure, and I will say it will end up being one of the worst shows of all time. Okay. That's it. There's no middle ground for me. Wendy Bird needs to get shot in the face. She is the worst. The worst. Um, who would be the preferred person to pull the trigger? I don't care. Me, preferably. <laughs> but I don't think that that's physically possible. Like, she, make, she makes Skylar White like Saul Goodman likable. That's how bad Wendy Bird is. Uh, well, it'd be uh, great if Marty would shoot her in the face. That, that that might not be the last uh, Breaking Bad reference of the podcast. I could I could see you I could see you going on some tear. It's like oh heartbreaking. Marty had to shoot his wife. Be like, dude, shut up, shut up, Meg. <laughs> um, why are you? Who let you back in the house? <laughs> um, all right. So the other thing to mention, what are we? We're we're less than a month out from Obi One. It's, yes. It's like we're like what three weeks three away. Weeks. My God, that trailer Depressed. today. It yeah. was short. It was shorter than the the first trailer, and it was a million times better. 
I'm just, I, I, I'm a little bit embarrassed, but like I was almost moved to tears. I was like, this you is can't be good. escape him. Yeah, I, uh, it's it looks awesome. Imagine if you were one of those clowns that was like shitting on Disney for all this content they were putting out, and then like they gift us this. Uh. Listen, Disney sucks at a lot of things. Particularly, they suck at Star Wars movies. Like, really bad. Again, imagine the, you were one of those guys complaining about Disney Their Star Wars Disney shows content. have been great. Their Star Wars movies have sucked. I'm like, I like you. You can you can try and like be passive aggressive about it all you want, but they. What is that? They, they I, don't, have, I don't. I don't know what that means. Yeah, of course you don't. Uh, but they have shat the bed on the movies, and that's like you. You can defend it all you want. Um. Cool. You, you gonna be watching Obi Wan Kenobi? Oh, of course. Okay. Okay. You're not coming to my parade. Okay. Fine. It's gonna be great. Uh, I'm, I'm. It sucks. It's only. I thought it was eight. Uh, eight episodes. Something gonna be six, which is kind of depressing. Hopefully they. Yeah, go and full. they called it a six episode event, which makes me. It's just like... a limited series. Yeah. There's no. There's not gonna be a season two. Well, that's that's just I I. That's just another questionable decision by yeah. Disney. Yeah, well, they've always said that. Well, I mean, I mean, McGregor is like a a legit actor, so it's like, I don't, I don't know that he, you know what I mean? It's hard, it's hard to tie somebody like him down for like multiple seasons on stuff like that. I think. What what's he doing? What name? name he's like a he's like a real thespian. I don't know. He's like like one. Of, he's like a. I don't know. I feel like he's got. You about to say he's a real thespian? <laughs> a real thespian. <laughs> I, I I feel I feel like just showing out like. Like streaming TV isn't in like Ian McGregor's bag. I just don't feel like he's that guy. Uh, what the? Uh, what? It... I don't. Know, I'm just saying. I. I it oh, doesn't. This, it... this is where we need video on this podcast. Cause I, I wasn't. Just, I wasn't I'm just squeezing my my head. Like, what are you? I wasn't shocked about? that he was only going to do one. Like this one limited series. He doesn't like money. Like what? I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't know. No, he's like one of those guys that's like. I would use Vinny Chase as an example, but like you've never watched Entourage, so that doesn't work. Oh, you, you're Vinny Chase. I, fucking wish. All right, let's get to the Reggie meat. Bullock, baby. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of beer too. So, last week we blessed everyone with our brilliant idea to use characters to come up with a uh, championship basketball team. So we're doing a little bit of the reverse this week. We are taking athletes and putting them as characters in TV shows. Yeah, uh, we still got to put that poll out from last week. That's my bad. Well, go for it, jabroni. I dropped. I dropped the ball on that. Um. So I have a couple diamonds. Abs- absolutely. This was like incredibly hard, by the way. It actually really was. I crushed. We. I think we both. Maybe. Well, I know. I crushed last week's. So I had my whole list in about eight minutes. It was just so easy. The ideas were just like reaming out. But this was. This was tough. Um. I. So I have. A, I have a couple questionables. A pretty good one, and then two that'll just knock your socks off. I love it. Um. So you want me to go first, or you want to go first? Uh You pick. I'll go. I think this is probably my weakest. But I, I, I got the cast of Friends. You ready for this? You, you've recasted all Friends. Yeah. Okay. Oh God! Did you? Uh, I'm calling. I'm calling. I'm calling cheating on this. If you do what I think you're gonna do. I, I okay. I don't know. Go ahead. Um, I'm going with A Rod as Ross. 
I'm going with Danica Patrick as Rachel. I'm going with Clayton Kershaw as Chandler. Just because, I don't know, I just the hair, I got the vibes, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm going with Venus Williams as Monica. What I think is probably my best pick is I'm going with Gronk as Joey. Solid. And I'm going with Lindsey Vaughn, the skier, as Phoebe. Okay. Uh, thoughts on that? It's not, it's kind of weird, but okay, I can deal with it. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna roll that the, the meme I sent you the other day of like the Lakers and Nets players like on the couch as the friends watching TV. Oh, no. Um, Gronk's good. Yeah, Gronk's good. Um, the Ross pick's good. Danica Patrick's good. The rest are kind of weird, but it's a solid attempt. I mean, you went. I certainly did not go to that level, so that was that. that gr- bravo for you for doing an entire show. Yeah, I kind I kind of kind of went went wild there. Um, all right, what do you, what do you got? All right, so I'm gonna five, I'm gonna I got five re- of them. By the way, I don't know how many you got. I always try, uh I've got five. I I I always try. I always limit myself because I you know I I need screens. I'm always I I always have to watch content, so I watch a lot more than you. So I always try to like try to limit myself to things you know, but. This was like perfect for me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read the I'm gonna tell you the sport. I'm gonna read the description of this character, and I want you to guess who I picked to to be him. Okay, this is fun. Okay, uh-huh. so, um huh. So, Jeremy Jam, the Jam from Parks and Rec, is the character. Okay. Uh, I know you've never watched the show. Uh, this <laughs> the sport is boxing. Uh, Councilman Jeremy Jam was the bane of Leslie Nope's existence. He constantly tries to impede any progress in her career, hopes to, uh, in, in order to make himself seem more important, misogynistic and annoying and condescending, thought he was better than everyone else, and his you-just-got-jammed catchphrase was annoying, infamously brought a, a, check, a, a chess piece to a councilman hearing so he could knock it over and say checkmate. You should watch Camp Parks and Rec is pretty great. Which what what figure in boxing did I pick to be Jeremy Jam? Oh man. Um Um I can't even think of it. I don't know. Tiafimo Lopez Senior. Oh, that's perfect. Good job. <laughs> Tio oh, Senior. I think of that. Oh. Good job. Dresses dre- and, and and Jam also dresses ridiculously. Dresses ridiculously. <laughs> Yo, fam, I told you so. Just being obnoxious, thinking you're better than everybody, but then but then losing and making excuses. Tia Fimo Senior. Right. Come on down. I went with a show that you had me watch that I've been meaning to get this season two of. <coughs> C. And uh. To play the character of Baba Voss, which is um, Joey Mimosa, friend of the pod. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I have Aaron Donald as as Baba okay. Voss. I just just the physicality, like they're almost <laughs> dead ringers of each other, except for uh, Aaron Donald's probably bigger, and like. That whole like knife scraping on the ground and then cutting people in half as a blind man. I Ruthless aggression. I like 100% it. 100% see Aaron Donald just doing that. 100%. It. 
I thought you would like that one. That's good. And it's tugging on my, my C heartstrings, too. Yeah. I gotta rewatch that. Um, go ahead. What, what what do you got? All right, I stuck with boxing. It was hard. Like I was trying to think. Like I, the only football player with personality that I, I well, there were two that I could, uh, um, I could think of. One was Aaron Rodgers, who I just couldn't cast in anything. And then the other one I have is a honorable mention, I think. But I, I didn't write it down, so now I forget who I casted him at as, <laughs> which is pretty. Maybe I'll think of it while you're doing yours, and I'm not paying attention to you. Um, I went movie here. Okay. Uh, Ricky Bobby. Okay. Fast talking, hilarious, getting all the hot mamas. You know, wakes up in the morning and he pisses excellence. I'm going with the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. Oh, nice. As Ricky, Ricky Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Telling people he doesn't have to eat crepes. With uh, all, like with it. all, with all due respect, the you Gypsy live King with the fear. I like it. Shake and bake. That just happened. <laughs> I just, uh, I can just see Tyson Fury doing a prayer over that, uh, that ridiculous dinner with his kids. You gonna discipline these kids? Heck no, Chet. I love what they're doing right now. Oh my gosh. Grandpa, yeah, Grandpa. All right, uh, that's good. I like that. All right, this this is where I start to pick up my game. You, you ready for this? Yes. I recast Walter White. <sighs> okay. Uh, I I went with Bill Belichick. Just like the age range fits, and you okay. think he's just this boring, mundane football coach, just mumbling his way through interviews. But no, behind the scenes. He's this lying, egotistical, that's probably awesome, ma- good, maniacal, good law-breaking drug lord, having face-offs with low lives in the desert. Say good. it. Say my name, Heisenchek. You're god right. That's good. I mean, the guy already employed a murderer for crying out loud. So, yeah, Is it I, too I, soon for that. <laughs> nope. And so I'm going with Bill Belichick as Walter White. That's pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I like that one. Um, I just thought of this. So these are my two honorable mentions. So can I do these before I do my mm-hmm, next one? Mm-hmm. So don't forget. Stick it with Breaking Bad. Uh, I had Greg Popovich as Mike Ehrmantraut. <laughs> Both old, one-word answers, wise, argu- arguably the uh, – it's going to be okay, kid. The best coach slash best character of, of the series dad. is? Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Walter. Let me die in peace. <laughs> so, um, he, so that, that was an honorable mention. And uh, Baker Mayfield taking the role as Kenny Powers <laughs> was high, high prospect, relevant for about a year. And then completely, completely self-destructs, combusts, and is going to be uh, a PE teacher here. Tampa. <laughs> uh, those are my that was, those are my terrible mentions. Um, nice. My next one, actually, still sticking with Breaking Bad, recasting Jesse Pinkin, Tyler freaking Hero. <laughs> Gotta watch this asshole fucking destroy the Sixers. But I mean, Can't is there a more Jesse Pinkman athlete than Tyler Hero? Uh, Yay, science! (laughs) Uh, Okay. It's my guy. 
Um, <coughs> these last two, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of. So, went with Perfect Strangers. Ooh, okay. Guy from Wisconsin moves into a new apartment, thinking he's going to batch it up. And then, all of a sudden, a long-lost relative from an island in the Mediterranean. Who fits this bill? J.J. Watt out of Wisconsin oh, yeah. as Larry. Moving in to an apartment with none other than Giannis Anunakupo as Balky. <laughs> Giannis has the funny personality and the inquisitive nature in American life and, and American food, just just like Balky. And he's got the accent and everything. So I'm going with Giannis as Balky, J.J. Watt as Larry. I like Perfect it. Perfect strangers. That is solid. That is solid by you, my friend. <laughs> All right. Very, very good. What you got? Um, yeah, I'm going to use this as my number two. I, I've used this comparison before in our uh, our Two Beers podcast. I'm going LeBron James as Anakin Skywalker. Really? Yeah. Anakin Skywalker, a.k.a. Darth Vader. Uh, you know, the city of Cleveland, they thought he was the chosen one. He was going <laughs> He was going to bring balance to the force. All I really did was just win the Clone War. Um, as soon as you know, he was all in, all in with the Jedi, and then when it seemed like the dark side had more power and could help him achieve his goals easier, then he was like, "F the Jedi, I'm going dark side." And then once the dark side was pretty much, they were all out of assets. That Death Star blew up, and the Jedi were starting to gain some momentum, and it was going to be easier to win with those guys. He was going to jump back with the Jedi. Uh, I mean, if that's not LeBron James, I don't really know who else is. I did Any... not know where you were going with this, but your description was absolutely hilarious. It's amazing. I, I, I did remember I did this on the football thing. We were laughing that we did not. Cle- I did not. Oh, when I, you were dying because I compared Cleveland's championship to the Clone winning the Clone Wars. <laughs> um, and then not only that, but like he thinks he's the best. But like not only not only is like he not the best. Like you know, is is his son better than him? But you know, like Obi Wan still is probably better than him so oh man it's great lebron james anakin skywalker darth vader hilarious all right this this is my favorite one that i did i'm so proud of this i i hope you enjoyed as much as i did i i redid two and a half men okay who who do you think i have as my charlie harper did you stick with will chamberlain Nope. I don't know that. I was toying with Magic Johnson. Yeah, if you, uh, yeah. I did not pick Magic Johnson. Okay. You know who I have as my Charlie? (sighs) I don't. Tiger. (laughs) (laughs) I got got Tiger as my Charlie. That's so good. You know, who, you know who I got as my Allen? Mickelson. Um, Mickelson as my Allen. That's tremendous. And then, and then uh, as my uh, – now I, I was trying to redo Jake, and I decided to go with fat, stupid, annoying Jake. DeChambeau. <laughs> <laughs> so I got Tigers, Charlie Harper, just, just running through women left and right. Got, got his – pad in malibu phil mickelson riding on the coattails just gets a win here or there but yeah. you know 
And then fat, annoying Bryson DeChambeau in there for a couple little laughs here and there. That's my uh, two and a half men remake. I don't give you many of these, but <laughs> yes, woo! Tremendous. That was tremendous. <laughs> uh, what, 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 what's your last pick here? Um, I went with the movie Along Came Polly. Oh baby, have you seen it? Oh yeah. Um, the best character in the movie. Make it rain. White chocolate. San- Sandy Lyle. <laughs> Can you guess who I'm picking to play Sandy Lyle? Let me let me think for a second. White chocolate, Sandy Lyle, just crazy, over the top, goofy, funny. Um, I think you a little bit chubby, kind of gross with the belly. I'm thinking you're gonna go with um. Ah. Well, you're also leaving out peaked peaked in high school. Put on a whole charade that he was this this big time guy, even though he wasn't. It was really just a loser. Um, no, I I don't know. He got my former son, Benjamin Simmons. <laughs> oh, that's good. Peaked he... big guy peaked in high school. Then just put on just put on put on this fake show for everybody as if he was still successful all these years. Hired hired his own camera crew to make it seem like he was getting a feature, and then, you know, I mean the jump the the jump shot on the playground speaks for itself. So mega rain, Sandy Lyle, so, similar jumpers actually. That's what I'm saying. The jump, the I mean the 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 game tape on their jump shots is enough to make the the comparison. But that's oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah. Good job. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Um. Ah, good stuff. That that that, that was hey, really hard. That's really. It hard. was difficult. If anybody else has any, like I I try. I didn't really go for movies, but like once I thought of DeChambeau, if I'm like, oh, if I go movies, I could make Brooksy and DeChambeau like stepbrothers. Like that would be hilarious. yeah. Once once I thought of Tyson Fury as Ricky Bobby, I was like, yeah, I'm doing movies. I don't care about the rules. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I was trying to think of other like I was like I was trying to think even like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that too, but yeah, um, actor a- actor actors playing professional wrestlers is gonna be our next one. That's gonna be fun, <laughs> fun, fun. Aiming for fun. All right, man. Well, uh, good stuff. Good show this week, episode eighty-two. Hope you all enjoy it. Um, Ava Divine is China. What just happened? What? <laughs> uh, big kisses. Did, did we just go? Wait, I, I don't need. Uh, uh, good talk. See you out there. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd Get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talk about anything that makes you get loud <laughs>